0: mental health awareness month could be about zooming into ourselves asking ourselves where we want to be what do we want to be what do we want to work on what's important to us what are we ready to work on and how can we cultivate these small changes in our brain and our day-to-day life with our own tools Boom. This is Hope to Recharge. I'm Matana. I'm here to guide you and support you through your challenging times, navigating through depression, anxiety, and other mental health struggles. Welcome back to Hope to Recharge podcast. I am Matana. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me here again today. It is May, beginning of May, Mental Health Awareness Month. And I cannot believe that we have been producing content awareness, hope, and inspiration for four years. Heather Parody, deep gratitude to her that she held my hand through the process of starting Hope to Recharge and evolving. And I am so beyond grateful because I know personally people that reached out to me and people that I work with that share their personal story with me through finding hope to recharge and them going to therapy or starting work or even believing that there is a way to heal, starting their healing journey. I think my clients are some of the most amazing humans that I get to be inspired by them. I'm literally in awe of my clients and their courage. Although I walk alongside them and we do the work together, I feel like they are literally warriors of mental health. And sometimes I feel humbled that I'm walking alongside these incredible, extraordinary people that really get up in the morning and say, okay, I'm going to try again today. How can I make my day a little bit better today? What am I going to apply today? Even though I applied it 50 times before and it didn't work, but I'm going to try 51 times. Just incredible. So in light, of Mental Health Awareness Month. This episode is sponsored by our incredible sponsor from the beginning, betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com, the leading online platform for therapy. Many people come to me for help and I say one of my questions are, Have you been to therapy? Are you willing to go to therapy? I am not a therapist. I don't claim to be a therapist and I don't do the therapist work. And I think it's something that has to be done together with a therapist, side by side. So some people have been to therapy for many years and then they come to me to do the work. I often say, if you haven't been to therapy and you wanna start therapy and if you wanna start working with me, you need to start working with a therapist. So very often, it is very expensive. BetterHelp is a leading online platform for therapy that is affordable you don't have to leave your house you can get it from the comfort of your sofa your bed your office it's one click away there are thousands of clinicians licensed consultants on this platform if you want to get 10% off your first month with them you could try them out and by the way if you don't like it after a month you could switch a clinician it's incredible so if you want to get 10% off your first month use the code it's in the show notes betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Use the code down below. Use the link below and start your therapy from the comfort of your home. Sometimes it's so overwhelming to go to therapy. Now, I am also a huge advocate of going to a therapist face-to-face, but nowadays most therapists are on Zoom. Most clinicians are on Zoom. And let's say you are in a country. Let's say you travel a lot. Let's say you just don't like getting out of your house, but you want a therapist. It's so affordable. It's worth taking a look. If you're thinking about therapy and you don't know where to start, go to betterhelp.com forward slash help to recharge. That's betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Millions and millions of people from all over the world are using them. So start your wellness now. We are so grateful to them for sponsoring. So today I want to speak about Mental health awareness. And where have I been? Why have we not been publishing episodes? We used to do it once a week, and now I decided that I'll do it whenever we can. We have a ton of content. We have a lot of people that we're interviewing from all kinds of walks of life and stories, or for doctors or therapists. I decided that I'm not going to publish every single week. I'm going to publish when I can. The last few months have been extremely hectic with travel with passover with working intensely with clients now my my work with clients is a little bit different than a therapist the 45 minutes with a therapist i have a different style and sometimes when my clients go into more of a crisis and they need more time i carve out time i try really hard to carve out time because i know that with mental health sometimes You can't wait a week until you see your therapist or whoever you're working with in order to tell your crisis, wait on the side, depression, anxiety, my anxiety attack or whatever I'm going through, wait on the side for a week till next time. That's why it's different with the work that I do different than therapy because I give tools and I help. I try to help. I try to help. I try to give my insight. I try to give, hold hands during the crisis to empower my clients to take st- steps today, now, during the panic attack, during the crisis, during the challenge, during their diversity? What can we do today to make it a little bit easier, a little bit more manageable? Sometimes it's not manageable. And what should we do when it's not manageable? So it's been really, really incredibly humbling to work with my clients and to see how far they came. And it just takes a lot of time. And I have a family, thank God. And I have my passions and I have my downtime. And I have the things that I've been learning about. So a lot of you know that I joined a few years ago, I joined Tal Ben Shachar's course, Happiness Study Academy, HSA. And every year they meet on a retreat and we went to Italy and Switzerland and we met Tal ben in the community and we had a few day retreat and was incredible, incredible, incredible. And I got to spend time with the fellow journeyers, as Tal ben calls them, us, I shouldn't say them, us. It, it's just so inspiring to be around people that have the same vision, and the same motivation and the same energy and you align in the same energy as you and you just basically balance off each other and you get inspired from each other. And it's a very powerful experience. So the few days summit in Italy was incredible. And then we went to Switzerland and I want to just touch upon this incredible, you know, a lot of you know about my deep joy to manifesting. Growing up, I traveled a lot. I shouldn't say growing up, post my growing up when I was from 18 till I got married till 26 and post-marriage, I've been traveling a lot. I traveled all over the world and I loved unique places. And when people would say Switzerland, I would say, nah, that's so ordinary. There's just mountains and snow in Switzerland. It's just not so interesting to me. Recently, the last few, I would say the last year, I've been seeing on Instagram a lot, a lot, a lot of peaceful, beautiful images of switzerland you know once you like something instagram targets you with more of the same so instagram was showing me all kinds of beautiful images from switzerland and i really started craving switzerland i think it was in the beginning of i want to say the beginning of 2023 i wrote on one of my posts on Instagram and I was sharing on the story of one of the beautiful views of Switzerland and it was just magnificent and it just felt like peace and serenity just what I needed at the time it must have been a very very overwhelming time in my life that I just wanted to sit by a mountain and see a waterfall with greenery around and birds chirping and no one around me like I, that's what i was craving and i saw it in this imagery and i remember showing it to my nephew and he's like matana do you know that that is instagram it's not real i said no it's real i'm telling you it's real this is switzerland and i wrote on my stories this year switzerland i just put it out there to the world and i know that when i put it out there when i put something out there it happens it just happens so i said this year switzerland and every now and then when i saw a picture of switzerland i said soon switzerland and i had no clue what i'm gonna go to switzerland i didn't know how i'm gonna fit it into my schedule. I didn't know how it's gonna happen. And then HSA, Happiness Study Academy, announces this year's summit that's gonna be right near Wahasu. The Wahasu is the happiness, the world happiness summit that's usually in a different place every year. And Happiness Studies Academy, the Taliban Shahar's Academy always does a two or three day retreat right before the wahasu so they announced that this year the wahasu is going to be in lake como italy and they're going to do their uh, hsa retreat with tal three days before so i quickly look it up this was months ago months ago i was like the in the early bird and i'm like ari i'm going to italy and i see first of all i check to see that it doesn't fall on a weekend because i don't travel on the weekend so if it's shabbat i don't go so i quickly check to see that the retreat not the wahasu the retreat, I didn't want to go to the Wahasu, but I wanted to meet Tal again and my fellow juniors. So I checked and I saw that it's going to be in Lake Como. I've never heard of Lake Como, by the way. I never heard of it. I Googled Lake Como, Italy, and I thought it was just like an, a random place in Italy. So I said, Yeah, I'll go. And then I said, Ari, you want to come with me? You want to go to Italy? I'm going during March. And he's like, Yeah, why not? Let's go to Italy. Ari went to Rome many years ago on his own. He was very curious about the Roman history I had no interest so he went on his own he loved it and I said okay so let's make a trip to... and then we see that it's near Milan so we went to Milan and I said you know what let's do Shabbat after the three-day retreat it ends on a Thursday we need to go somewhere for Shabbat I said let's make like a long weekend and we'll go to Switzerland because I see on the map really see on the map that it's the border with Switzerland and my heart just goes like wow I wanted to go to Switzerland I wanted to go to Switzerland this is my opportunity and there is a train ride that goes directly from Lake Como to Zurich the most magnificent heart melting views of Switzerland you sit on this quiet beautiful train and everything was like just perfect just perfect the train was not even Five minutes away from the hotel. It was a magnificent, quiet train that took you exactly to your destination two and a half or three hours that felt like a blink of an eye on this beautiful, beautiful trip through the mountains of the Alps of Switzerland now Lake Como in itself was breathtaking like something that I could have never even dreamt of but I didn't even look into Lake Como before Ari did all the research thank God he came with me because he did all the research I was just going to get on a plane and get there and figure it out because I'm a very last minute person he was doing a lot of the homework and planning where we're going to stay so we went to Milan one day and then we did a Airbnb before Milan and then we went to Lake Como and then in Lake Como we went I think we went to different places we rented a car we traveled so we did we split the day so some of the day we i did in the retreat and since some of the day we did traveling it was just like extraordinary extraordinary and it worked out perfectly seamlessly i said even if i planned it it wouldn't have been planned so well god planned it so well for us like just like putting lake como right near switzerland and where the re- the retreat was was five minutes away from the train station that i wanted to take to switzerland through the alps like how does that happen and that's part of manifesting i believe that that's part of manifesting you just put it out to the world and it just falls into a place if you let the place if you let the source hashem i call it hashem god the the energy to just make it work for you really So and it was amazing. I learned so much from Tao. I'll tell you a few things that I learned from Tao. First of all, his big, big, big thing is permission to be human. You can feel all the feelings at the same time. You could be, you could feel sadness, anger, frustration, joy, happiness, enthusiasm. Feel it all. Permission to be human. Permission to be human. And there's no time limit that you have to say, okay, wait, I'm too happy for too long, or I'm too sad for too long. Like analyze it. If you don't want to be sad and you want to come out of the sadness, there are things to do about it, but give the feelings validation. And Happiness Study Academy is all about learning how to increase happiness in our life. So Tal talks about, it's not about being happy. It's about being happier, happier every day or every week or as whenever we decide. So it's cultivating happiness through creating a lifestyle and he talks about the spire elements. That's all in his course. It's about a year's long course, and then there's a master. You can get your masters in happiness, and it started this year. So many exciting things with Tal Ben Shachar and his community. It's just heartwarming to be part of it. And the good thing about it is that Tal helped me through his books. He'll my mind when I was going through my depression 13 years ago and when I had like a relapse about I think it was nine years ago I used his tools right away in order to navigate out of my depression and my anxiety and I already was familiar with the tools so I was able to apply them so he was one of my mentors he didn't even know me but he was one of my mentors way back through his online courses and through his books and I started implementing a lot of his teachings and it really really helped me and when he came out with happiness study at his academy I said I'm going to be his in-person student that I get to meet him every Thursday we meet and sometimes during the week we have other other sessions with fellow journeyers it's really a fascinating thing my point is that he gave me tools for life that I help my clients with because his whole thing is take what i teach you he said i never this is this is how humble he is it's just mind boggling he's one of the most humble brilliant brilliant minds down to earth incredible human out there just humble he could talk and about you can ask him any question and he'll just suddenly quote all kinds of philosophers and books and stuff like that and he's just so brilliant so Taliban Shahar always says what I teach you is nothing new because I learned this from my teachers and my mentors and previous philosophers and they learned it from their teachers and their mentors so we're recycling information and his goal is that we as his fellow journeyers and his students will take it to our clientele and our audience and teach the teachings to them and he always says Make it your own energy. Take what you learn and create it and make it into your own little package of you because there's no one like you and no one will transform the information like you can and everybody is custom. So there's nothing that's really unique, but you, with your talent, make it unique. How awesome is that? He's just so fascinating and so inspiring and I'm so grateful to him. So after our trip, we came back. We went to Switzerland. We were there for Shabbat. We came back on Monday. The next day, we went to meet my family. My sister and her children came to Florida for Passover. We had a phenomenal Passover. We had three weeks together. My sister with her, I think it were seven children that came with her and her husband and my kids and we're like blended family that our kids are like brothers and sisters. So we were, I wouldn't say 15 or 16 or 17 or something like that. People for three weeks together. It was busy, hectic, loud Lots of fighting, lots of arguing, lots of laughter, lots of long meals, lots of prepping, lots of work, lots of fun time was thinking about a day in Passover or even an hour during those times. And I said, it's like a day in, like in our emotions. It's full of everything. It was an example of what our emotions go through. It's just a roller coaster. We can have everything. And as long as we navigate through it without judgment, without judgment. And one of the things that, and I'm going to go back to Ben Shachar, permission to be human is also for happiness. And I often share with him that because I work with so much pain and I see so much pain around me, But at the same time, I talk about gratitude a lot and how to heal with gratitude. And I live gratitude. I actually live gratitude with a lot of pain and sadness and anger, resentment and everything. Even though I have all the other feelings, I still feel grateful, even though I still feel grateful and they coexist with gratefulness. And I think it's this is some my definitely a power that I have that I cultivated over the years because I practiced it for so long. And when I don't practice it, I decline. I really decline. And I shared with Tal, I said, it's really hard for me because a lot of people say that it's toxic positivity that I'm so happy and so grateful and he said that's okay let them say that but you have permission to be human and permission to be human means to feel also happy to feel very excited to feel very joyful that's permission give yourself permission To feel happy even though others are not feeling the same vibration as you. Now, you don't have to scream it from the rooftops, but you don't have to suppress it in order to fit in to others. Now, there's a fine balance between fitting in and knowing, okay, do the right thing if someone is going through severe pain you don't go say oh, oh but i'm so happy blah, blah 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 don't numb your energy just because you're feeling other people's dull energy of pain and sadness but give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling and express it wherever you feel it's right to express it and it's something that i'm really really having a hard time with really having a hard time with i feel very grateful very often and on a deep 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 level really grateful for ordinary moments for really ordinary moments like I'm wearing now yellow shoes when I put them on I felt extreme joy for them I'm like oh my god they're yellow shoes I love the way they look I could put on I could put on a certain perfume and I'm like oh my god it smells so good or I could be cooking in the kitchen when I make my challah when I bake food brings me so much joy when I prepare it just thinking about the meals just thinking about the prep brings me joy now it comes back to mental health This is my mental health. When I'm in the kitchen preparing, that's my mental health. When I sit in silence, when I carve out time for silence, for being alone, for locking myself in the room or going outside or whatever it is that I like doing alone for reading a book or listening to a podcast or just dreaming about the things that I want to dream about, whatever it is. That's my mental health. Now, mental health doesn't mean only going to therapy and it doesn't mean working on our addictions and it doesn't mean stepping away from toxic relationships. It also means cultivating a lifestyle that has mental health incorporated in it. So we have to ask ourselves, what do we enjoy doing? What did I do this week or check in with yourself every day? What did I do today to bring myself a little bit more mental health and something that I enjoy? What did I do today that decreased my mental health stability? What did I do that I knew wasn't good, but I couldn't say no? or I didn't show up for myself, where did I say no to myself and yes to others? Just bringing awareness to these things is mental health. So mental health is a big, 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 big word, but we can create small, small, small moments of mental health stability within our lives. And without awareness, and I talk about awareness all the time, mindfulness and awareness, without that we can't cultivate it. So we need the silence. We need it now. A lot of people don't like the silence. Silence can be very painful. When I was going through my depression, I just wanted to be with the distraction, the noise, anything but hearing my void of my pain inside. But part of healing is finding that silence and being okay with the silence, even if it's brutal, even if it's so painful, sitting in silence. And eventually, eventually, When we learn to sit with our silence, whether it's painful or not painful, whether it's joyous or not joyous, we get to enjoy it and crave it and thrive from it. And we realize that the silence is really the loud movement in us that will move us forward. Our silence helps us move forward, our silence gets us to hear us loudly. Here our thoughts, here our passions, here our desires, here our pains, here our maybe things that we suppressed our whole life. So deep silence brings internal shifts. So that's also mental health. So where are we showing up in our little moments, in our relationships? What do we want to give up this year that we've been doing that's not serving us? What do we want to take on? And it could be the smallest little thing. Looking to reduce your anxiety and stress, relax your muscles, or get a better night's sleep? Check out Maxifyz.com, 100% legal hemp, where you can find doctor-formulated, lab-certified, high-quality CBD oils, tinctures, and other items, cultivated, grown, harvested, and packaged in the United States, and available in different sizes and strength formulas. Check out Maxifyz.com, that's M-A-X-I-F-Y-Z.com, and use coupon code HOPE to get 10% off your order plus free shipping. That's Maxifyz.com. I remember my sister, my older sister that, oh my God, I admire her beyond. She's like one of the most incredible humans. I know I'm very extreme, but wow, she is amazing. She's a CEO of a nonprofit for women entrepreneurs in Israel Orthodox Women Entrepreneurs, she is just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. She's a huge believer in small little changes. And I remember years ago, years and years and years ago when she was, I think she gave birth and she was starting Weight Watchers or something like that. It was, I think, 25 years ago. And she said, I'm gonna do one thing. Every time I'm going to eat, I'm going to sit down and I'm not eating standing. I'm sitting down. So even if it's one bite, there is no eating on the go because that makes her mindful. That was her change. And I think she still does it till today, by the way. It's 20 something years later. Every time she eats, she sits down. And then it makes her more mindful on, okay, wow, I'm allowed, I'm giving myself permission to sit down because I want to eat, because I want to do, like there's more awareness. And if she can't sit down, she doesn't get that bite. Wow, like wow, that small little thing. So it could be small little changes in writing two things you are grateful for today, two things that surprised you yesterday what are you looking forward to tomorrow how about that just writing that down i work this with my client when when i work on increasing well-being and mindfulness and bringing more oxytocin and positive energy to our mind is really cultivating these little moments through gratitude most people think it's a simple little thing that won't do much but you will be surprised if you stick to this for 60 days 60 days every morning write two different things not the same thing two different things that could be anything two different things that you are grateful for that happened to you yesterday two things that you're grateful for at this moment and what are you looking forward to today or tomorrow, whatever. So people do it in the morning, some people do it at night, I do it in both. And you will be incredibly surprised to see that the more you're going to write about your gratitude, the more you're going to stick to it, the more you're going to want to write more about what you're grateful for, and the more you're going to notice grateful moments through your day. And that is going to increase your well-being, even if you're going through the most hardest, most brutal time in your life. If you practice this, this will help you get through it. Now, it's not going to change Sad into happy. It's not going to change bad into good. It's going to help you get through it, and it's going to help you see more of what you have, and not overlook the good in your ordinary life. You're just going to start noticing, and what you're looking forward to. When you are mindful about what you're looking forward to, you're going to go. You're going to realize that you're going to experience it in a much higher vibration. And even if you're looking forward to someone, something that you don't even know it's going to happen, you're going to start realizing that you're going to attract particles or ideas or something is going to pop into your head or someone you're going to see that's going to remind you of that thing that you're looking forward to. And it doesn't have to be necessarily tomorrow. It could be in the next year or whatever. But the bringing it to the forefront of your mind with writing it down, putting a pen to paper is the most powerful. Put it down. And you're going to see how things shift. These are mental health stuff. Now, awareness is self-awareness also. Not only let's scream from the rooftops, break the stigma, let's, sh- let's break the shame, let's accept, let's talk about medication, let's talk about therapy. Like Yes, all of those are important. Rewiring our brain. Let's do all that. But awareness also comes within ourselves. Are we aware? of what we are doing for ourselves. Where are we helping ourselves? Are we even aware of our own mental health stability? Are we aware what our children are getting from the way we are living? If you are a mom or a dad, how are you showing them? How are you role modeling mental health? That's also awareness. Awareness comes not only for podcasts And radio shows and TV shows and and influencers that are going to talk about breaking the stigma. Yes, that's important. And there's endless now, thank God, thank God, thank God, endless platforms that talk about awareness. But are we implementing it in our own life? Just like Tal and shachar says, are we making ourselves a pattern of becoming happier, a little happier today? What are we cultivating in our personal life? What's the awareness? And our awareness changes. You know, I think about who I was two years ago. I'm a completely different person, but it takes time to pause and think and say, wow, I came a long way because I was aware of what I wanted to change. I was aware it was not working. And today, if I sit down today, I will have a new awareness because we evolve. I often tell my clients that just because you did a certain therapy two years ago, just because you did something a few years ago or you tried it before, doesn't mean that it's not going to work again now because you're a different person you went through different stages of healing you went through different stages of trauma you already evolved just by living and surviving you are evolving so sometimes we have to be in a different place in order to try something that will work now that before it didn't work maybe our readiness wasn't ready enough maybe we weren't ripe enough then and sometimes we have to retry and revisit and say wait maybe i'll see it from a different perspective did you ever read a book and you were like okay this was a fascinating book and then and a few years later, you read it and you're completely getting a different vibe, a new and inspiring like, oh, my God, I can't believe I don't remember reading this. I didn't remember this point. And you completely come out reading from reading the book in a very different perspective, a new perspective, because it's you're reading the book from the place that you are today. So checking in with our mental health has to be constant and it has to be personal and it has to be with mindfulness and awareness in a way of what part of me am I taking charge of? Where am I showing up for my mental health? Not where the society is showing up for me, but where am I showing up for myself? And that's the big work that I try to implement with my clients. What are we doing for ourselves? There's a lot, a lot, a lot of hardship of where society failed us and how it wasn't productive for us or it was maybe even harmful for us but what part of us are we accountable for and willing to start taking action and moving forward so that's where i want to end this by saying that mental health awareness month could be about zooming into ourselves asking ourselves where we want to be What do we want to be? Do we want to work on? What's important to us? What are we ready to work on? And how can we cultivate these small changes in our brain, in our day to day life with our own tools? Now, if you can't afford therapy and you can't afford working with somebody that does brain health like mindfulness and rewiring our brain you can look online there are millions and millions of youtube channels on mental health there are books endless books you don't even have to buy a book you can go to the library go sit in the library and read listen to audiobooks walk on the beach and listen to audiobooks there's so much out there there's abundance out there about mental health and brain work and neuroplasticity and how to heal that sometimes you don't even need to hire someone. Now, some people want the VIP program. I call working with me as the VIP program because I hi- handhold you through the process. And sometimes the process is very lonely and hard and frustrating. And you want to just make sure you get it right the first time or the second time, basically to guide you through it through some with somebody that went through it. So sometimes it's helpful to hire someone uh, or sometimes you need a therapist, a psychiatrist, a coach, and maybe somebody like me, a magician. I'm not, I'm joking. I'm not a magician. But no, somebody that went through the same thing that you say, wait, it's like somebody that like a bodybuilder, a bodybuilder doesn't want to go to somebody that knows how to, about the body and tells you how you you can build muscle in your body you want to go to somebody became a bodybuilder and build their muscles and you saw already the transformation you can say okay how'd you get there maybe it's not such a good example but that's what came into my mind but you get the point or somebody that lost a ton of weight somebody that was very overweight and they lost a ton of weight due to diabetes or to whatever it is that they needed to lose cholesterol I needed to lose weight because of my cholesterol my doctor told me I must lose weight for my cholesterol so my first thing that I googled was how to lose weight for cholesterol like how to be healthy with cholesterol how do we have a healthy diet for cholesterol and i following people and asking people how do i do it for what my goal is i wanted to hear from others that had the same challenge as i did and how did they overcome it and how did they reach their goals and what's the first thing that they should do so we could do it through books we could do it through podcasts and we could do it through hiring someone and i love working with people that are ready to work a lot of people are not ready to do the work A lot of people are tired and i was also at that spot of like i'm just exhausted this was years ago so you go through these different times in life and ask yourself am i ready to do the work because it is expensive it's an investment i call it an investment for your life it's a lifelong investment into yourself into your future my husband Ari has a mentor rabbi orlawick rabbi orlawick is Ari's second dad i would call him but more of a real dad his first dad is not really a healthy good dad so when Ari was young and he went to Israel to learn in Israel he was there for four plus years four and a half years I think and Rabbi Orloik became his mentor Ari saw something magical in him and he is every self-help book that I read now, I say, oh my God, Rabbi Orlowick says this. Rabbi Orlowick says this. It's like fascinating. It's really fascinating. So I learned a lot, a lot, a lot life and self-help through Rabbi Orlowick. And he's our mentor. And we try to ask him big questions that we don't know the answers to in terms of anything that we're going through with our relationship or with our children or in general with ourselves. The other day we had a question and I said to Ari, so what do you think? Ari said, I don't know. What do you think? I said, I know what I think. Let's call Rabbi Orlowick. And we called all the miracles miracle now most people can't get through to Rabbi olowick even if they wanted to most people wait on a waiting list for six months but because ari's like a son to him we have his number we were very lucky and we called and he picked up the phone and we asked him the question and his answer was so insightful he basically said he gave it from a different perspective of what you're going to do, you're doing it as an investment. Don't look at it. Do I have this money to spend on X? Is this an investment I'm worth worth investing into the whatever we were talking about? Because it was an investment in a certain, it's a little bit personal for the other person that we're speaking about. And we didn't want to, we don't want to, because we're respecting the other person. But basically they were saying, do you want to invest into this person? How much is this worth it for you in this investment not financially but do you see it as an investment and he changed the whole dynamic of the question and he said when you do x y and z it's not i'm spending money on x y and z i'm investing into x y and z and i might see something come out of it in 5 10 20 years. And it's not a it's not a bond or a stock or something like that. It's a it's an emotional investment. So the same thing I tell my clients. When you start working with a therapist w- with a coach or with someone like me, you're investing into yourself. You're lo- you're investing into your long-term stability, into your long-term men- mental health. You're not spending the money. Yes, you need to lay out money, but it's an investment. It's really an investment. And do not do the investment just like Rabbi Orlowick said do not do the investment if you're not ready for the invest. You have to be ready to invest into something in order to say, okay, I'm going to invest in it and see the long-term outcome in the future. And I often tell people, ask me, can I work with you? How many times? What does it look like? And I say, it's not about how many times. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do to show up, to work on yourself, to make the changes? How ready are you? Because if you're not ready, the investment will go south. It's going to be a stock that won't make money. So be ready for change. Be ready to work hard. Be ready to see a different you because you're just ready to move out of whatever you are now. Now, you don't have to have all the energy. A lot of times people say, I don't have the energy. So you have to start, but you have to have the willingness to be in a different place. You could say, I don't know where I want to go. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't even believe it can, but I am no longer ready and willing. I'm no longer willing to stay in this position where I am now. I'm done. I am ready to leave this place and I don't even know how it's going to go otherwise. That readiness of I'm closing the chapter of where I am now because I need to be somewhere else because this cannot exist anymore. The way I'm living, the pain, the struggle, the anxiety, the depression, the confusion, the sadness, the regret, the shame, whatever it is, I'm ready to do the forgiveness I was just working with somebody that really needed to do self-forgiveness. Deep, deep, deep self-forgiveness in order to forgive themselves and others. That's deep work. Deep work. And it took time. There was a lot of tears. But the freedom that they got afterwards, they were able to start walking towards their dream because they weren't stuck in the pain of how could it be that this happened. That was a long episode. Mental health awareness. Choose yourself. May It's the beginning of summer's coming around the corner. My son is counting. My five-year-old son says, how many days till summer? And he counts every day how many days until summer. It's very cute. May is the beginning of change, right? Seasons, we love seasons. Sometimes our seasons are quiet and quiet is important. Silence brings voices, internal voices and change. And what are you willing to do during this month of May to bring awareness to yourself, to your mental health, to your stability, to change? How are you going to impact yourself that you will impact the world? Be part of the movement of mental health awareness movement by cultivating this awareness inside yourself. If you want to work one-on-one with me, link is in the show notes link is in the show notes happy to answer any questions that you have one on one with matana one thing i'm going to tell you before we work together you will have to fill out this questionnaire it's a google doc you're going to fill it out and you're going to see basically for you to ask yourself questions and for me to get to know you before we meet but for you to come to clarity if you're ready to do the work so it's a great short questionnaire You'll see it in the show notes, one-on-one with Matana. Just fill out the Google Doc and then somebody will reach out to you to schedule a free 30-minute consultation that we can see if if you are ready and if I'm the right match for you. A lot of times I'll say, you know what, I'm not the right match for you, but you should really go to do this first. And maybe after you do that, maybe we can work on it or maybe your mindset is not conducive. Our work or productive, maybe you should read this or this book first. I do that a lot. I often say to people, we're not a good match but try this you know how many times i reached out to people and i was so grateful to them when i was going through my journey i invested over hundred thousand dollars in my recovery probably more because i've been recovering for 13 years and still recovering i say i'll recover to the end of my life god willing it's constant every day and i'm always improving and improving and i'm always investing in myself and i'm so proud of it and it was worth every penny every penny i often say that i reached out to people and they said no you're not at this stage to work with me but do that and I'm so grateful at the time I used to be so insulted I'm like what do you mean I want to work with you and you don't want to work with me and I would say no that was the greatest gift they were so honest with me I'm so grateful that they were honest with me that I wasn't at the stage they weren't just taking my money because I was vulnerable and I was in desperate dire need to change but they were saying no this is not the stage that you're in you should do you should read this book you should do this course first maybe maybe go learn about brain health and it really helped me. And I believe that every step of my way opened another door to the next step and opened another door to the next step. And I like when people graduate my work. I don't like when people stay with me for long term because that means that they're not implementing. You have to implement and move forward, implement and move, take the tools and apply them every single day. It's not like therapy that you'll with me for years. No, sometimes a few months. But the goal is to take the tools, apply them, see the change, and then you can apply them constantly in any adversity in your life. It's beautiful. It's beautiful sometimes clients after six months they'll stop working with me and then they'll come back and they'll say okay i need a little bit of a tweaking i need a little insight or whatever like that and i love seeing how far they come it's just so humbling thank you for listening thank you for being here we have a lot coming up soon i have a episode that is going to be coming out i think in the next week or two on adult adhd diagnosed with adhd in adulthood what is it like and it's very interesting we are also starting a new Podcast called Listening to Understand. Listening to understand, hearing stories from others that want to share in a safe place and they want to be understood and share their hardship, their, I would say, their challenges, their adversity, where they hope it would have been different, and to explain to the world what they wish the world knew about what it's like to be a day in their life and how they feel misunderstood. And we are going to give that platform to help people. Share their story without fear, without shame, to help others understand or try to understand, not in order to respond, and in order to create more acceptance, even if we can not understand specifically because we didn't go through it, but to have more acceptance. So, to listen to understand the other person, to create more acceptance, love, and unity, and not diversity just because we're different. Thank you for joining me here. Thank you for listening. If you have Spotify, please go for a moment and rate our show. If you are listening on iTunes, please rate and review our show. It helps us tremendously, tremendously. If all the information is in the show notes, you can reach out to us if you want to be our sponsor or if you want to donate to help this podcast thrive go to our website hope hopetorecharge.com you can find everything there and thank you for being here thank you for being patient and I'm sorry it took so long to publish this episode I had a lot to say but a lot was going on and a lot of good and I'm so grateful to be back and have a wonderful productive meaningful mental health month bye till next time